the hot topic of the day, at least in my humble opinion, is health care. It affects everybody. Everybody's concerned about it. It's really expensive. And, you know, we all need it at some point. I know there are other issues, but we are visiting with our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, the correct spelling. Jamie Court, the president of Consumer Watchdog. Online, consumerwatchdog.org. And you can find Consumer Watchdog talking health care a lot. Jamie, let's talk Obamacare, the replacement and where we go from here. Thanks for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. Oh, it's always my pleasure, Norm. Well, Jamie, Consumer Watchdog, you sponsored a ballot initiative to provide rate regulation for health insurance rates in California. The insurance companies went to town on that, propagandized the public. That didn't work. About uh, 12 years ago, the legislature passed a single-payer plan for California. Arnold Schwarzenegger, then the governor, vetoed it. Not enough votes to override. Jamie, we had Obamacare. The Republicans vowed they were just going to dump it. Now they seem to be gridlocking. They're split. A bunch of them want to just kill the thing outright. A bunch of them don't want to kill it outright, and they're gridlocking. Jamie, do we have an opportunity here to advance our own agenda, or am I just dreaming? Well, I think in times like this, there is an opportunity. I'm not sure it exists in Washington, D.C. I think it might exist in, in states like California with their own laboratories. But, you know, the opportunity is this. If, if there is gridlock and if we had enough people who actually cared about the policy and weren't really thinking so much about the donors, uh, we would come up with a solution that really does put in cost controls and takes the benefit of those cost savings and gives it to the American people. I, I watched in a town hall last night with uh, Tom Price, the HHS secretary in Congress, and we had you know people who were going to lose their coverage, people who were benefited from coverage, and it was really clear he had no good answer. He, he was very smooth and said, oh, I feel your pain. But he didn't have an answer to their pain. Uh, and tax credits, you know, telling the American people that, especially those who don't pay much taxes, don't have much money for a health insurance policy, that, you know, the answer when we take away Obamacare is tax credits is, you know, like, you know, Marie Antoinette saying, when there's no bread, let them eat cake. Because, you know, there, there's absolutely no way those people can be affording health care. Absolutely. So the whole solution for the Republicans is, well, we're going to do block grants to the states and they can do the innovative programs and make it work innovatively. And they'll have to do more with less, but they'll cover people through clinics. They'll do it differently. Now, that is a version, Norm, of single-payer health care. Let's say we really got a block grant to our state to use all the money we spend on Medicaid, Medicare, everything else from the federal government, and use it any way we want. Well, we should just take all that money and say to every doctor and hospital and drug company, you're going to have to deal with the state of California. You're going to have to deal with the state of New York, whatever state we can get this through. Absolutely. And we're going to do something the federal government can give us a waiver to. We're going to have a single payer, and you're going to pay us the cheapest thing you can. Everybody's going to go to their doctors or hospitals and get their drugs as cheap as they can, like every other industrialized nation in the world. And we're going to take that money and use it wisely. So if the Republicans go down the road of states are going to innovate, block grants, don't worry, we'll do it more effectively. There's only one more effective way, and it's totally antithetical to what you would believe the Republican ideology of the free market is, because it basically respects the free market of doctors and hospitals, uh, but it doesn't allow for insurance companies, and it doesn't allow drug companies to, to, to gouge us. So I don't, how realistic is that at the federal level? I don't think it is. But I do think it is at the state level that if we get the block grants we can, and we get waivers, which I do think is realistic, that we can actually make our own plans. Well, Jamie, this is a fascinating topic because Senator Susan Collins, a Republican of Maine, and Senator Bill Cassidy, a Republican of Louisiana, have a bill sitting in the Senate that is gaining quietly, gaining lots of support that would essentially do what you just described. 
take Obamacare and all the Medicaid money and so much of what the federal government does on health care and just turn it to the states. And what Susan Collins, I believe, these two Republican senators from Maine and Louisiana, what they are seeing is what I am seeing, which is the Republicans are gridlocking. They can't come up with anything. They can't even come up with the numbers to to simply repeal Obamacare. There's not enough votes to simply repeal Obamacare. There's not enough votes to repeal it and replace it with a thing. They can't agree on a thing. They are completely gridlocking from all sides. And it seems to me that when the moment is right, and that moment seems to be coming up in a few weeks, uh, we are going to be able to have an opportunity to jump behind Susan Collins and Bill Cassidy and say, why don't you turn it over to the states? That'll let the Republicans save face. It'll give Democrats who are thinking creatively, uh, you know, a chance to say, sure, let New York and Maryland and Massachusetts and, and Illinois and California and Oregon and Washington, let them pool the themselves together into a giant single-payer system and make the thing work with negotiated prices for drugs. Jamie, is this a realistic thing by way of us organizing, or is this just too big a thing for us to be able to organize uh, once the Republicans collapse? Well, I think if there is a collapse and in vacuums, there's always opportunity. My experience is it's not usually, you know, great ideas like single-payer that profit from those moments. It's usually bad ideas like uh, deregulation. But, Absolutely. <laughs> but in this case, I don't think there's any other way to do it. And there's no other way that people in America are going to get more care at less cost than to go down this road. And So either things are going to stay the way they are, or Republicans are going to pull out the rug and then own the disaster, or places that are ready for it are going to get the money and the opportunity to do better with that money, which is what we've frankly needed to do with health care for decades in this country. We've always needed to tell the doctors and hospitals, you know what, you got to take less. And the drug companies, you got to take less because everybody in this country, when they're sick, should be treated. That's the way it is in every country with anywhere near comparable wealth as ours per capita. Well, Jamie, you know, it's fascinating because your point about taking less, it seems to me that the economy since Ronald Reagan has been all about squeezing a lot of money out of the economy, squeezing it from the bottom and the middle and up to the top. Uh, this economy has told many Americans, especially middle class and, and working class, poor people, that they've got to take less and make do with less. Now, the people up top, they haven't taken less and made do with less. But I love that concept of, you know, we're going to have to make do with less, fellas. You guys have been imposing it on the rest of us and now you're going to have to make do with less. We're talking to Jamie Court. If you're not familiar with this voice, do check out Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T like going to court and Consumer Watchdog goes to court regularly for consumers a great consumer organization ConsumerWatchdog.org and Jamie, there's an irony in the middle of all of this that I can't let pass Michelle Bachman the former insane radical, knuckle-dragging teabagging lunatic from Minnesota who's now out of politics, Michelle Bachman, when President Obama was running for re-election in 2012, she was then still a congresswoman from Minnesota, and she said, we have one last chance, I'm paraphrasing, but she said, we Republicans have one last chance to kill Obamacare. We can't let this man get re-elected. If Obama's re-elected and we get another four years of Obamacare, by the time he's done with eight years, this thing's going to be so baked in, it's going to be so woven into the fabric of American health care, we'll never be able to get rid of it. Jamie, she was right. Who knew? Yeah, I mean, that's the point, is that beneath all the crap and all the spin and all the BS, 
there is a fundamental truth, whether you look at it from the right or the left or the center. We're getting ripped off, man, and people aren't getting care. And unless you're just talking to doctors and hospitals who aren't honest and drug companies and health insurance companies, you got to feel that. And, and, and legislators are getting that at the town halls. They're getting that from their constituents. they got any honest legislator who has some, some, some kind of sincere bone in their body and, and many of them have some sincere bones. They're, they're outweighed by a lot of special interest fat, but there's some Absolutely. sincere bones down there. They, they, they have to acknowledge the system is just a disaster. We all been to the hospital, and most of us have been to the hospital and getting that bill, you know, for a day at twenty five thousand. And of course, no one ever pays for the you know twenty dollar Tylenol. Everybody knows that exists. No one does anything about it. Everybody knows the drug companies are charging us 66% too much. Everybody knows the insurance companies are getting rich. And there's a better way. Now, is it against what America has traditionally embraced as a free market principle in healthcare? Yeah. But in order to save the free market of doctors and hospitals and people who actually provide care, and to make it work the best for the people on the principle that, you know, the government's a big buyer, it should get a good price, and it should take care of its people, we're going to have to sacrifice the health insurance companies and some of the drug company profits. And that shouldn't be that hard a choice Politically, for policies, makers with some honest bones, honestly. Yeah, well, there you go. But, Jamie, you know, you mentioned it earlier, and I don't want the point to just kind of vanish in the ether there. You were talking about the efficiencies in the marketplace and how basically Medicare for all single payer is the only way to go. It's the only way to cover everybody at a reasonable cost. And you've got to squeeze out the profit. The only way the system works, extraordinarily expensive as it is, so you got to get rid of the profits. You have to have prescription drug uh, price negotiation. You have to do all these things on a mass bulk basis in order to get these prices down. Jamie, it seems to me that any fair-minded person leaving ideology leaving politics aside, any fair-minded person just working with the facts and living with the truth can come to only that conclusion. It's got to be a Medicare for all single-payer system to provide coverage for everybody, to get everybody healthy, to provide preventative care, to keep the cost down, to keep the price of drugs down. The only thing standing in the way is political ideology. Jamie, how do we overcome the political ideology and get people to understand that this is the only path we can go? Well, I'll tell you the easiest way, although I, I wouldn't bet on it. Uh, only Nixon could go to China, and only Trump could go to single payer. And he, It always seems that way, doesn't our, it? It's got to be those our, guys, our, yeah. right? It's got to be corporate America, and it's got to be Trump. And, and he went there in 2000 and said, state should experiment with single payer. It's the best system. I'm, I'm usually fiscally conservative on everything, but this one I'm socially liberal. I mean, boy, that guy's lived a few lives. I think he's, you know had a few uh, demons take over his body since 2000, but if that's still somewhere in his bones, in his DNA, he could do it. He's the only guy who could do it for all of America and make it work. Jamie, I think... Now, you, I hate you... to put my faith in a guy like that, <laughs> but honestly... Absolutely. That's what it would take. That's what it would take. Jamie, I think that's a profound point because Richard Nixon had the credibility where he could go to China, right? Because he'd been railing against the communists for all these years, right? And so it, it takes somebody who is an avowed and credible enemy of the thing to then turn around and say, I'm embracing the thing and I have credibility because I've been railing against the thing. So I'm telling you now it's a good thing and everybody should trust me. It happened with Nixon in China. And I think you're right. Trump's going to have to come around, but we're going to have to box him in and we're well on their way on that way now. And if things get bad enough, 
if you're a businessman and you look at this system, there's one only one answer, and it is the one I articulated. Jamie, I got to leave it there, but it seems to me that we are well on the path to getting to that shining moment where the Republicans are in free fall collapse. They can't get any plan through any either House of Congress. They're completely gridlocked. Uh, Trump is going to be screaming at them, blaming them. They're going to be blaming him. Everybody's going to be pointing fingers. That moment is coming. I see it coming. You see it coming. And we need to be ready for it. So, Jamie, I'm glad we can flag this, get everybody thinking about it for what we do when that moment arrives, because you got to strike when the moment's hot. Find Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, at Consumer Watchdog, consumerwatchdog.org on the Internet. Jamie, let's keep it going. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Norm.